Anticipation has been building for a Nintendo Switch Pro. Well, this morning, Nintendo did drop some details on an upgraded Switch, but it might not be what we were expecting. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Here to talk about the latest is Pokemon Go Master and CNET reporter Sean Keane. Welcome, Sean. Gotta catch them all. Thank you for having me. Well, Sean, what exactly did we get today? Uh, today, we got rather unexpectedly to the point where I questioned whether or not what I was seeing was real, uh, <laughs> the Nintendo Switch OLED model, which isn't quite the Nintendo Switch Pro. Right. So what exactly is it? I mean, assuming from the name that there is an OLED display here, uh, but w give us some details. What exactly are we getting with this new upgraded Switch? The main thing is the 7-inch OLED screen, which in contrast to the regular Switch's 6.2-inch LCD screen. Um, uh, so the, the screen should look better. Right. Right. OLED is normally known for more vibrant colors, more blacker blacks, and more more whiter whites, I guess. And it's just more contrast with OLED. Uh, that's usually what most of our high-end smartphones are using now, right? Exactly. Yes. So this would be great for people who mostly play handheld. Uh, it also comes with a wide adjustable stand, which you might remember the regular Switch has a fairly flimsy stand. Mm -hmm. I've, I've very seldom used it because I'm nervous that it'll just fall over. I mean, it's my, mine has popped off and I freaked out until I realized you can pop it back on. But like after that, I was like, I don't think it's, uh, I'm not going to use this thing. It, it just seems a little too frail for me to try to prop my entire console on. Exactly. Yeah, the new one should give you a little more confidence. Uh, I'd like to see the the action of clicking it out uh, for myself, though. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? Uh, it comes with a new uh, style of dock, which has a wired LAN port, um, which lets you you know plug in for internet connection, uh, which should offer a more stable internet connection, I guess, for stuff like like Mario Kart and Smash Brothers and the upcoming Splatoon three, which. With shooters like Splatoon, I guess that kind of every every aspect of the internet connection counts. Absolutely. And so, how much does this cost? And when are we expecting to see it come out? It costs three hundred and fifty dollars, which is fifty dollars more than the regular Switch at the moment. Mm. And it's out on October eighth, the same day as Metroid Dread, which is probably the big holiday game this year. Got it. So we've got some time before we need to really decide on committing to a new or upgraded version because this doesn't seem like it is a huge upgrade right this is there's been a lot of rumors and speculation about switch pro this isn't it right or is this i mean it might be it this might be all we get in terms of switch upgrades uh it's the oled screen is is a big change but it has the same uh processor and it has this, like, offers the same battery life, which are two things I think we were all hoping would improve, mm -hmm. um, and they haven't. And like you said the screen's bigger, but overall the device is about the same size, right? Because it is compatible with the older Joy-Cons, correct? Right, exactly. So it's they they had a trailer video that showed it. It's it's like it takes up more of the screen space, um, and yeah, the your old Joy-Cons will still work which makes me think that they probably haven't solved the Joy-Con drift issue, which is some, uh, something a lot of people have suffered from where the, uh, the character or your on-screen avatar will move without you touching the Joy-Cons. Like you're, right. Yeah. 
because the, the joystick is kind of like defaulted into a like moving right position all the time, right? Even though it's not. Right, yes. And we can't see the innards of these new ones. Um, and I guess we'll have to wait for teardowns to see if they've improved the parts inside. But I wouldn't expect too much change inside. And, and I mentioned the backwards compatibility with all the Joy-Cons. What about with Switch games? Are there any other compatibility, backwards compatibility issues with, I guess, previous Nintendo accessories or peripherals because the, the screen size is a little bit different? It doesn't appear that there'll be an issue. Uh, I'm not sure about the docks. That's something we'll have to look into uh, if, if the old docks will continue to work. Um, yeah, it, it sounds like the, it's a pretty similar to the old one, the new dock. Got it. I did note that there was, I saw a note in the press release in very small fine print that uh, if you, uh, for some of the Labo peripherals, the, those foldable, cardboard foldable accessories, some of them may not work necessarily because the screen size is a little bit larger and there might be a bit of a, a bleed through. Some of those Labo um, with like VR units or the, the, the fishing one, some of them require that precise screen size. So this larger screen may not necessarily work with all of them. Ah, interesting. I've never used Lapo. Um, mm, that would suggest that they're kind of moving away from that. Yeah. Uh, that gadget. Yeah, mm. like going forward, like it seems like because I saw the the trailer video just like you did, and you know they stack them together with the Nintendo Switch, the old school one, the Nintendo Switch Lite, and this, suggesting this would be a family of devices. This isn't really going to replace the old Switch, right? Yeah, they they tend not to replace these things outright um they they tend to initially position them as like working you know together you can have all of these things for different purposes in your life <laughs> um which i'm sure they'd love us to buy every switch model sure sure but, who wouldn't who wouldn't want to have four switches in their house <laughs> i mean if you've got enough people to play them in enough uh, disposable income go for it right uh, yeah but like i never bought a switch light i determined that i didn't really need one and i'm I tend to get very excited as a Nintendo fan about uh, new models and new hard hardware. Um, and I'm on the fence about this. This isn't quite what I was hoping for. Yeah, well, let's go dig into that a little bit more because there were, there are still a lot of rumors about a like a true Switch Pro. What are some of the features that we were expecting and that was rumored for a Switch Pro? Beyond the OLED display, I think, was already on that list. And so they've checked that off. But what else were we expecting from a, a true pro upgrade? The big one was a 4K output when it was uh, when in docked mode. Uh, and that would have brought it a lot closer to the most recent PlayStation and Xbox models. Um, because Nintendo isn't really competing in that like technical space. Uh, but this, this isn't offering that what, what we were hoping for Switch Pro. No, and that's a really good point because it seems like with the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5, the, the graphical upgrades that they've received, it's, it's really, it, there's been an even wider gap, right? And in, in terms of sort of the, the, the experience, the graphics, uh, Nintendo, obviously, like the games are fantastic and you, you know, you can't discount that, but there is sort of this um, winding fork there with, with where like hardcore console gaming and how that how like graphically intense it's gone, and then the switch, which is kind of chugging chugging along on some fairly old uh, processing technology, right? 
Right, yeah. So I feel like Nintendo left that that uh, graphical arms race around the time of the Wii after the GameCube didn't really do as well as the PlayStation 2 or original Xbox. Um, it So they decided to go their own way. And it's worked pretty well since. The Wii was a massive success. The Wii U was pretty abysmal in terms of sales, but it paved the way for the Switch, uh, right. which has been monstrously popular. And look, we talked about the flip stand initially, and you know, it does take up pretty much the entire back bottom half. Like it's it's a wider thing. It's not this flimsy little piece, but like, are you still a little skeptical with the the, the flip stand or, or is it was it just me? Because I'm still maybe I just have I'm traumatized from seeing it pop off my my switch, but I mean, seeing it, it's like adjustable in different ways. Uh, do you have concerns about the stability of that thing? I would want to see it for myself. Yeah, I'd want to see how sturdy it feels once it comes off. Like the old stand, like just felt like an afterthought. Yeah, and yeah, I I got that. I was like, oh my god, what what are these things? Um, and I. Don't know if I've ever actually used them. I know plenty of people have, and it just depends on how you play these things. Um, but I want to see it for myself. Definitely. And I mean, do you think we will get? I mean, we talked about the Switch Pro and the rumors about it, and sort of the true 4K output. Do you think we will actually get one down the line, or do you think that? Because I'm curious if supply constraint, you know, the sort of well-known supply constraints that we've seen with chips and with other components, has has had an impact on this. And this is why we're getting this as opposed to some more fully fleshed out upgrade unit. Right. That seems like a major possibility. And I think we could see, and hear the rumors starting, and I bet they're starting all over the place around the time Breath of the Wild 2 comes out uh, in 2022, which would be frustrating for anyone who upgrades this year, but it is a distinct possibility, I think. Absolutely. And so if you are a Switch owner already, and like like yourself, a pretty ex- excitable fan of Nintendo hardware, do you think this Switch, this OLED Switch, is worth an upgrade? It depends on your needs, but I would say no. All right. Well, there you go. Sean, well, thanks for your time. You can check out his story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge. Or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. If you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. 